are back. And boy, what a day to be back. We're sitting here. Last time you and I were talking on this here podcast of ours, we were watching the NBA playoffs. Last time it was Celtics and Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now we're watching the NBA Finals, the Heat and the Lakers. What have I been telling you all night? Heat and six. Heat and six. As I told this Lakers fan, heat and six. I keep telling. As you. I got my Kobe like beanie on. <laughs> See, but it's, that's the man that hurt. I, I know. I know. I shouldn't. I didn't it's, even. No, know. no. It's okay. But it's I not didn't a big even, deal. No, that's how you feel, Kyle. Don't you ever apologize? Yeah, like but that. you don't but, you know better. But now. you know that that's my favorite athlete of all time. I do know that, and you know what? I like how the NBA is trying to dress up the court. Like they've done it differently, yeah. just to try and make you feel like you're in a different arena, even though you've been in this bubble for like uh-huh. how long? They've been there three months. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. That's a really long time to be trapped inside a bubble in Orlando. I mean, you're Florida. saying trapped, but, well, it kind of is. You can't leave. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if they have five-star everything, that still takes a toll. I mean, to quote Marshawn Lynch, you got to take care of your mental. That, that, that'll have an impact on your mental a little bit, right? It has to. If You can't go anywhere. You can't, you can't leave. You can't, you, I guess you can invite some people in, but some dudes got busted for that. So. <laughs> I don't think he invited anybody in. I think he just went to the wrong room. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, so we, we're here. What is today? September 30th. Wednesday. Wednesday. There was a presidential debate last night. Yes. And uh, that's what we called it. Yeah, that's, that's what we called it. That's one of those events that's, you know, held to serve the public interest, to inform the electorate as to who these candidates are that they'll be voting for this November 3rd. True. And, and that, I mean, that's like ostensibly what that event is for. And I mean, I, I guess technically it still served that purpose because they did it, but we've never seen anything like that in our entire lives. And that, that was the, there was a chorus of that. As soon as the debate ended last night, I was watching it on CBS and I did that because I have, actively work to eliminate cable news from my personal life oh, as, smart. as, as that, much as all. Yes, been, been doing you, that you for a while. You mean you've been talking about that? Yeah, I've been doing that for a while. And, and that, that doesn't equate to not keeping up with the world, but I used to be like this. I, not, I say political junkie, but that's not probably fair to actual political junkies. I was just really interested. I was really mm-hmm. into it. So I, I followed it closely for several years. I got really burnt out, you know, and that was mostly because all anybody did was fight on Facebook, and that, that's bad for your mental well, health. Well, we talked about social dilemma last it, time. It's, you can go down this rabbit hole if you, you want to. It's yes. really, really yes. bad for you, right? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, again, it's done to serve the public interest, and I don't think we can say that that served the public interest. I was watching CBS they end the debate, and so again, I, I, the cable news thing I'll get back to, but the first words, and I, forgive me, I don't know the anchor's name, but it was, the, it was, I didn't know it at the time, but it was the first of about a dozen times we'd hear it last night. The, the CBS anchor comes right out of the debate. Chris Wallace says his final words, and the, the anchor says, that was the worst presidential debate I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, it was some close variation of that. And then from that point, it was Jake Tapper, you know, saying what he said about a dumpster fire wrapped in a grease dumpster wrapped. I mean, (laughs) Dana Bash called it a shit show. I mean, that's what it was. It was a shit show last Mm -hmm. night. We hyperbole runs rampant in our culture these days. It's not hyperbole to say we have never seen a presidential debate like that one last night. Yeah, no matter who you feel won or didn't win or whatever it was, it was definitely not a a presidential candidate or a presidential debate that we had ever um, seen before. We'd never seen a debate where people acted the way they did. Um, 
and the American people deserve better than that. I think the next one they should make some changes because nobody, if they're going to do three of these, nobody wants to see three of those. Well, th- there's been a lot of talk about that today, like um, you know, people saying if it's going to be like that, just cancel the final two. And I saw Megyn Kelly tweet that she was aware of that, and then she said, uh, "Imagine the embarrassment for the Democrats if they actually did cancel it." Well. I don't know how you'd be jumping right into blaming one side. (laughs) I mean, look, let's be honest about it. Last night, Donald Trump interrupted Joe Biden and or the moderator 128 times in 90 minutes. That's not to excuse anything that Joe Biden might have said that was, you know, unbecoming or, you know. Those are just facts. That's just, I mean, that's a thing. Somebody counted that 128 times in 90 minutes, and it didn't need to be counted. We all saw it. I, I remember, look, man, I was very... I was very much so looking forward to this. I tried to come into this with an open mind. Um, and I, I had my notebook out, I had my pen and paper, and I took notes um, because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to hear what Donald Trump's uh, health care plan was. I want to be able to take notes about so I could make the best educated vo- like opinion and vote, right? See, that's interesting to me. I'm not, I'm not cutting you off. That's interesting to me because I wondered last night, you know, just how many people were sitting down to watch that, you know, to think critically, to listen, to hopefully get to listen yeah. to a policy-driven discussion right, and debate. A, which I is, wanted to hear policy. I mean, th- and again, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I was listening to the Daily, uh, the New York Times Daily podcast about this earlier, and they were just playing this montage of clips of previous presidential debates. You know, one b- between George Bush, uh, W, and, and Al Gore, a debate between Barack Obama and John McCain, and, you know, how e- even though... And again, I'm not trying to have some sort of kumbaya moment here. There's plenty of time for that. But, you know, John McCain, Barack Obama, W. Bush, uh, Al Gore, going back to Dukakis and Bush Sr., like it it was policy driven. They talked about even if they spoke in generalities and the next day you were accusing a candidate of not, you know, dodging questions or just it it was policy uh, driven. Sorry, go ahead. I I went off on a tangent. No, no, no. You're okay, Kyle. So. I just went and got my my notepad, and I'll show you. Uh, you've never seen this. This is I know people can't see us. No, no, I've seen that before. No, no, no. But this is no, no, no. Oh, my, these notes. Yeah, my notes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I know. I know you write. You write a lot. Right. Yes. So, some of my first notes was was this. I'm looking back on it. I haven't looked at it all day since I wrote it at that time. I want to say what was Trump kind of talking about? I want to hear his health care plan. That was my first thing. Um. I know he talked about slicing drug prices, and he also mentioned how he had got the price of insulin down close to water. It's the same thing as water. I don't know why he said that, but that's what he said. I've seen some people comment on that. I, I don't know. That's not my field of expertise. So Yeah, and then, but then I also wrote down uh, two lines later. I said, what are you doing, Joe? Question mark, 2021. Um, I think he wanted to, I think Chris, first of all, I like Chris uh, Wallace. I think he's very. Inf- I, I, I like them. The moderator. I I, I like enjoyed- him. I, I last night. I don't. I look. He got dump trucked. Dude, last night was what I don't think anybody was prepared for last night. Well, I, I was thinking about that last night too I, because how, how I, do you? I think that was un. It was. You, you, I think I, it was unfair to everybody. Chris Wallace is. That was involved. He, he's respected in the business. Right? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I he's like a Fox him. News guy. He. I think it's fair. I to like s- him. I think it's fair to say he leans a little bit right, but like at the same time, he's respected. Yeah. But he's also trying. I think to mo- he tries to tell the news though. He's moderating a debate between the current president of the United States and the the recent vice president of the United States. You know, both of whom you know, outrank him 
him, both of whom who right. are held in higher esteem than him. Yes. And, but he's been tasked with, you know, uh, moderating a debate, which again historically has been policy-driven discussion. Even if at times it got heated, it was policy-driven discussion. And last night turned into a verbal fist fight in front of I, I don't know I haven't seen the ratings between probably eighty and a hundred million people. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that 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 many people watched them basically at times get into a schoolyard shouting match. And, I, and that's not to be some false equivalency of both sides. like that. I, like I said, that's a discussion for a different day, and I, I don't want to get over my skis on stuff that I – no, I feel you. It was really it, disappointing is what Kyle, it was. Yes, that was, it was embarrassing, man. dude. It, it was. It's, look, man, it sucked for everybody that was involved. First of all, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Donald Trump did himself any kind of service trying to say that Joe Biden was Sleepy Joe when he was this – because Joe Biden looked very aware last night. Look, he was able to talk to people. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm just saying what it was. I'm just saying before the thing ever started. Yeah. It, Donald Trump put that narrative out there. See, we didn't. I was just happy my daughter went to sleep and within the first ten minutes, my daughter went to sleep. That was great. Yeah. Because the things that started to come out, I'm like, where are we going with it? it was, and I just hate it because at one point in time, Donald Trump admitted that he was, he was arguing with Chris Matthews. I'm like, bro, are, well, he said, yeah, I'm debating you. I'm not arguing, but he said debating, and um, it was just kind of back and. I didn't understand it. I didn't get what I wanted out of it, and I felt cheated. I felt cheated, Kyle. What you because should. I, because I wanted to hear about policies. I wanted to hear Donald Trump's health care plan. I wanted to know what are we going to do going forward, 2021, all the way to 2024. Give me some goals. Give me some aspirations as a country. Because the road and the path that we're headed down is kind of a dark and scary one. And, and I wanted that answer from both of them, and I didn't get it from either one of them, and I feel cheated from that. So I hope they clean up the next couple um, debates. I'm really, I want to hear Kamala Harris and also uh, Mike Pence. I want to hear that oh, one. That's good. And then I want to see the rest of these. And the, as far as the time, the structure, the rebuttals, the open discussion, like right. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not any more aware of that than the average Joe either. I know generally how debates, just having watched them go, but that went nothing like right. That's uh, what a I'm traditional saying. debate, and it went nothing like I want like, that. I but, want but the traditional debate. I don't want the problem what, what is, is trying to get forced it's, upon it's us. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because it, the, last night, I, I'm struggling with the best way to say this. Yeah, I'm, and I don't have the words for you. So. Well, no, no, it's fine. I, I can <laughs> find the words. I just, I'm, I'm thinking of, I'll put it this way. He spent all night trying to bludgeon Joe Biden to death. And he did it excessively and unnecessarily in a lot of spots. And because here's the thing. I said earlier, he, he interrupted Biden and Chris Wallace 128 times. Somebody counted that. Mm-hmm. You know, Wallace, I, I respect Chris Wallace as a broadcast journalist. I do too. I, I enjoy watching him. I watch him on Sundays. And, and so I say that because he was, he was getting just lambasted by people because, the, you know, he's terrible. He's a horrible moderator. I think it's Saturday. What, Sorry. What's, oh, yeah. But they were, people were just killing him. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, if the president is intent on completely ignoring the rules that his campaign <laughs> agreed to ahead of time, and, and talking through and over everyone, it really doesn't matter who's moderating these debates. Mm-hmm. If, if it's Wallace, if it's, I don't know, Anderson Cooper, uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be any of these people. It won't matter if, they, if, if he doesn't want to debate that way. And here's the thing. The point you made as well, there's a lot of people saying that the president is, excuse me, the vice president is too old, too this, too sleepy. He's slowed down. He has. He's absolutely slowed well, down. That's time. That's time. They slowed down. But I think last night, to me anyway, he showed me that his faculties are still there. 
Yeah. I mean, his faculties are still there. He's dealt with a stutter his entire life. The right, man, I mean, right. He does have a and, speech and look, impediment. By the way, people the, don't know that, though. A lot of people try to Yeah, the yeah speech the, the, he's dealt with a speech impediment his entire life. Yes. And so, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to <laughs> – people are probably hearing this by now and thinking that I'm, I'm endorsing a candidate. It's not even about that. It's just the dynamic of last night. There's a lot of both sides of, well, you know, I can't believe how those guys behaved. Well, look, Biden should not have. If you want to go yes, by the presidential standard, if you want to go by the yes. presidential standard, yes. you know, will you shut up, man? It, it doesn't belong in a debate. I, no. I'm with you on that. I can and, agree with and that. And Joe Biden called him a clown, which is not. He called him a clown, is, called him the worst no, president cannot, of all time. No, you can't. Yes. So I mean, not it. At, at that point, you're stooping to a level that exactly. you supposedly but, don't yes. want to stoop to. And I realize it's difficult because. And he's this, wrong for that. Well, this is an him. Irish Catholic dude from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Like, he's feisty. Joe, Joe, Joe Biden's a feisty guy. But here's the, other, the flip side of that. You know, before some hyper-conservatives turn us off, possibly. I mean, th- he has been in government for 47 years. That's too long to be in government. I agree. Nobody I, should be in government for if, 47 years. If I was, to, run, if I was to ever run for anything, the first thing I would run on is term limits. I, I, I think right now what he, what he represents to people is calm and, and a return to normal. That to, to a lot of people, that's what he represents. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to find out how many people he represents calm and security to. Because, to be fair, there are a whole lot of people who, th- who see Donald Trump and his law and order brand of president as their version of calm and safe, too. So you've got these two competing versions of what is calm and safe in America right now. Mm-hmm. Which one's going to win out, and how does the other side react on November 4th when the vote gets ca- you know, counted? Yeah. Hopefully gets so, counted November so 4th. It, if, so when I hear people say um, law and order and calm and safe, all right, as a as a black man in, in America, that I just grew up where I'm from. You know what I mean? I'm from Alabama, where it's not that dangerous where I'm from. In Prattville, it's like not dangerous at all. And I grew up very well. Um, but to me, when I hear that, it, it just what everybody live. We live in America because we have law and order. Everybody wants law and order. That's not like a thing that nobody doesn't want or want to go by. I I don't. It's not a yes or a no on that. Nobody's bringing up that. Everybody wants rules, right? That's why we live in America, because people have to abide by those rules. Let me tell you what black people do and would appreciate, though, is their day in court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You and I have <laughs> had that conversation before. That's a big deal. That, that's, so, yeah. And that's all it's a really people. Big deal. So, and look, everybody wants law and order. We want law and order to have law and order and everybody to abide by the same rules and to be treated equally. That is what we're searching for. That is what we want our country to be. That is what everybody strives. The majority, I truly, truly believe, strive for that, Kyle. And um, and that's just kind of where I am. Um, I was very disheartened when when Donald Trump was, and was asked at the time to um, condemn White uh, white supremacists. White supremacists, and and then they brought up the Proud Boys, whoever the hell, whatever, all right? And he struggled. He could. That should be an easy thing to do as the president of the free world. And you know, you have, you cannot. No. And the thing was, it was scary. It was scary for me because if he does condemns them or not, they if they have a vote, that's their legal right to vote for where they want. So it wasn't because like they still vote for him regardless, right? So. But the fact that when you can't even um, well, say whatever, like you condone, like condemn it, say it's bad, it's bad, it's not good. Why do we continue to try and love on hate in our country? 
I, I don't understand it. I do think we need to love each other, but we should not continue to pass down this hatred in our country. It's been here since the beginning, and it's taught, Kyle. I have children. Hatred is taught. That is the bottom line. And until we call each other on it and snuff it out, that's with our money, that's with our emotions, that's with loving one another and teaching it to our children. Because, and not only that, and if you have somebody that says something that makes you feel uncomfortable, you got to not let them do that no more. Because they go home and teach it to other people. And if somebody doesn't say it's okay, as my brothers that don't look like me, it's not okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You got to stop it. And because that's what's fueling this stuff underneath. And that was uh, one thing, um, you know, that's what I, to me, I started to get to a place where I needed to, I was praying about it all day, Kyle, because I was getting to a place where I really need to back away from, um, from, from some things. Look, and, and it's unfair. It's unfair. I was telling one of my good Republican friends today, um, I love this dude. This is my boy, all right? Works with the Saints. And we were talking today, and I was just like, man, it's unfair. Because I grew up in Alabama. I grew up in a Republican state. I kind of vibe close to it. I'm not a Democrat, that's for sure. I tell my mom that all the time. <laughs> and, and the, the thing was, I was like, man, it's unfair to you guys that you can't even, like, if you have a Trump sign out and you're, like, people look at you like you're racist. And it's not their fault. It's because, and I bring up this situation all the time. I'm like, look, man, I grew up in Alabama, so I'm used to people. And, Kate, like, that stuff does not really bother me because those are just the wild people way out there, right? Can I say Don't, something about that real quick? Yes. I'm glad you brought that up because did you see, like, Max Kellerman several weeks ago when he got, I mean, he, he got roasted by some people and others agreed with him when he said that, he got, they really get heavy into politics, apparently, these days on first take. Yeah, and, I try and to I, stay away. I, I, I do, too. Well, I'm not a politician. Well, guy. Max said, that. he starts talking about how the SEC. I only care because I want to make a smart decision. Well, look, this will be personal for you because he was talking about the SEC. Oh, sweet. And he specifically said, let me get the, uh, the quote right here. But what he said was basically that SC, the SEC and its footprint uh, is home to a lot of uh, low-information voters, is how he put it. And was, I mean, it was very condescending toward people in the southeast and the south who voted for, as he put it, the president and are low information voters and susceptible to a lot of bad information. Uh, the implication being, you know, conspiracy theories and things like that. There is some truth to that. There's no doubt. We've seen them. I know them. You know, yeah, them. Yeah. there is some truth to that. What that fails to recognize, though, is that there are a whole lot of people out there, also people that you and I know, who either see him less as a political idol or someone they look up to or admire or even like. I know people that flat out dislike him, mm -hmm. but because of things he's willing to do as the president, they'll vote for him. I also know people, got, you know as well as I do, some men just want to watch shit burn. <laughs> and they thought that sticking that guy in office would be the biggest fiddle finger to the political establishment the biggest stick of dynamite. They to the voted political, for him because he wasn't a political. They politician. wanted to watch the world burn, and and they still want it that way. They think it's funny. They think the fact that he's crass, that he says whatever he wants. You know, there there are guys. Well, I'm, the, I'm, the I'm crazy just, thing is that in America, well, that's I mean, that's the greatest part about America is that you have a vote too. Well, exactly. <laughs> but the, the point being that you know that's the kind of myopic 
like condescending yes. ignorance. Those are the, the that, buckets that, that we have. Well, it led to him getting elected in 2016. The fact that there are oh, so oh, many okay. elitists out there that didn't realize there was a wide swath of this country that wasn't just dumb hicks who didn't know any better and wanted to keep their guns and their Bibles, but it was, no, they don't like you, the political elitists and establishment. Yes, yes that's very true. And they want to give you a gigantic middle finger in the form of Donald Trump. And now he's there. And you've spent four years throwing shit fits left and right <laughs> about everything. And every single day, this dude seemingly sets another political fire. So you're constantly looking all over the place mm -hmm. because there's always shit happening. And, and so the news is covering it voraciously yes. because it's the ratings are going. Say what you want to about CNN. CNN has made a load of like an ass load of money off of Donald Trump's presidency. Yes. They, they, they had a huge hand in getting him elected because they gave him so much coverage in the primaries leading yes. up to the election. And they still cover him. So, like, th this whole, like, the, 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 the st people still are missing it, too. There's still so many people out there that aren't just well, dumb hicks who don't know any better that are still going to go out there and vote for him November the 3rd. Yeah, They're still well, going to vote for well, him. Well, everybody has their right and to everybody, do that. And that's exactly right. Everybody has their right to do that. But these, these civil conversations don't happen like they used to. You have a lot of Republican friends. I do. I, I have I do. a lot of friends on the left and the right. It's, right. I and like it that way. Well, my... The, so I my, like it my that boy, way. My boy was my boy was disappointed though, you know what I'm saying, and he's just like he was disappointed and um just from both sides of it and man I'm not trying to dive all in politics tonight but no it's fine I mean, we, look it, it was no, a debate but, but last night I know it's very hard though not to we've never seen anything like this don't feel no, bad about talking about it like, I mean I held back on my radio show today because <laughs> I needed the space and the time to breathe to talk about it with you on okay, the podcast okay great all we, right. we don't have to spend forever on it but uh, yeah don't feel bad about that okay good all right so he was disappointed man and um like we said man it turned into a mud bath and I I just it was certain statements that was hit me. It was like, first of all, like you said, he didn't have he didn't have to go hard on, on Joe Biden, and and it was it was very hard to watch. It was um, he said he didn't watch it live, but he was getting the text from all his family, that are hardcore deep uh, right. Republican friends and um, or conservative, whatever you want to call yourself, and um, and it was just really funny. He's like, dude, I heard all the texts. He's like, dude, I, I, he's like, so I'm hearing about it maybe being, you know, a shit show as a whole. He said, but then when he actually came back and watched it, he was like, dude, it was, he called me this morning. So I didn't reach out to him. He called me. And uh, it was, uh, it was very, some of the things you heard from, from this to that. I mean, Joe tried to explain a couple um, ideas and some, some plans that he had for, going forward but we never got to hear it and it's I felt cheated because of that Kyle I was disturbed and I wanted I wanted to hear those things well because and, and here's the thing too the the reason that's frustrating is because it's such an obvious and like low-hanging fruit type of tactic to take I, yeah, I'm not and I'm not I even, had 90 I wanted 90 minutes so I could make my decision so then I could go ahead and get ready to vote because I mailed it I'm, I ordered my mail-in vote I have it you know that scene in Forrest Gump where the dude <laughs> runs up to the stage during the the, the That's speech. That's to me. And, that and was another. Th that was one thing that I thought about after it was over too. I'm like, dude, man, we, man, man. What, but like what? Like with the scene in Forrest Gump where he yanks the cord, like when Forrest is talking, right? <laughs> and they scramble to plug it back in. Like that was the first thing that came to my mind was, can somebody yank the cord that shows this to the rest of the world? Can somebody like pull this before anybody else sees this? Because hey, man, that, dude, that, 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 that's a reflection on all of us. Yeah. 
I'm done with politics. I'm fine with that. Okay, that doesn't bother. Well, I got it out. Like 25 minutes was perfect. That's oh, all okay, I need. you're good. You need no, that's that all I need. I'm good. I just need yeah. to get it off my chest. Because, bro, I, I've talked about it a little bit today, and I, you know, you get to a point, you're like, all right, this is not where I need to be at. That's a a, a rabbit hole. I'm not trying to go down. No, just, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Like I, I. But I did reach a tipping point, and the tipping point for me, Kyle, was when he didn't the con- condemn the the that was a. Uh, that was a little um, nerve-breaking, and I understand why a lot of people had to talk about today. All right, move on. Thank you. Because um, my boy said that. He said, bro, he's like, dude, that was the, what do you mean? That's the easiest thing. I'm like, that's a layup. That's you, a layup question. But have, you, a layup have question. you seen the transcript? Since we're on it, have you seen the transcript? Is that not, that's a layup question, right, I, Kyle? I, I agree with you. Like, condemning, Is that not a layup? Condemning white supremacist <laughs> organizations should be a layup for really any human being with a conscience. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, um, I, I didn't think I was tripping. No, I don't think you're tripping either, man. But like, I'm trying to grab this real quick. Ben Shapiro, I saw this on Twitter earlier. Ben Shapiro posted uh, the transcript of the actual exchange that you're talking about. And they're using this transcript as um, evidence and justification for saying uh, the president did actually condemn uh, white supremacists and uh, good racists. But he, I told you I root for him, Kyle. I, I know, but hold on. Before you flip on him real quick, hold on. It says, so, <laughs> so Chris Wallace says, are you willing to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? And Trump responds, sure, dot, dot, dot. Wallace and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Trump, sure, I'm prepared to do it, but I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not the right wing. I'm willing to do anything. I want to see peace. Wallace, then do it, sir. Biden, do it. Say it. Trump, what do you want to call them? Give give me a name. Wallace, white supremacists and right-wing militias. Biden, proud boys. Trump, proud boys, stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left. So they're using this as, you know, he's saying, sure, I'm prepared to do it. Sure. What do you want me to call them? As if, you know, that's just it's it's implicit, you know, that, that that's how you take it. And I, I get that you might want to I good. take it that way or spin it that way if you're, you know, in favor of the president. If you're not, you're going to say, well, that wasn't a full throated condemnation of white I supremacists. Know, I know. So for me. Kyle, I know what it's I. It's sad that I have to so, break so, down the sides. It's sad hey, that hey, I have to look, do that. Look, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. It's sad. I, I know what I. I know what I saw, Kyle. I. I know what I saw. I know what I saw. <laughs> okay, Kyle. I know what I saw. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear. No, I hear you. I, I get. I get it. I really get it. I, that's. Uh, and you can tell me a transcript. You can read all you want, but I know what I saw, Kyle. That's Thank fair. you. That's a totally fair assessment. <laughs> totally fair. By the way, uh, we got a forty-one to 40 ball game here Lakers and Heat that boy Tyler Hero got game hey, he really does uh Miami jumped out to a 15 point lead and I wanted to shout it but I knew better because this is the NBA so oh yeah and the NBA bubble it's yeah. a total difference 15 point leads don't matter no not at, at all, all. Yeah. especially in the bubble because there's no home court Hell, the NBA no 20 event. point leads don't matter if there's you know a quarter or more left <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. you can make up a 20 point lead in the NBA especially you know well depending on who you are no, most of them can because they can hit a couple threes now. Oh man, I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one more thing about the the debate. Go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. I'm not gonna cut you off. No, no, you're not cutting me off. You're not. I just I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad for America. I really am. I'm good, sad man. for America. That's good. That means you care. Well, I I do care, but I'm sad for America, and I don't mean to. I don't even know. I'm sure there are some pithy left wing bloggers or. 
you know, some militant right-wing journalist who's, who would be dismissive of me saying this, you know, as trying to, I don't know, it's a cop-out or something, but it's exhausting, dude. Because I, I can predict and I can lay out exactly what both sides sees. And it's mostly the extremes, but that's the shit. Those are the perspectives that get the most attention in the news. And so that's what we hear the most about, when in reality most of us are out here living normal lives in this wide superhighway in the middle, you know, yeah. just trying to get through it. And, no doubt. And it's, you know, not that we don't care. Or these, they're hyper-politicos, hyper these people whose lives revolve around the political news cycle, the political machine. Like, it, it's, it's got to be exhausting, man. And in some ways you can relate in sports. We can relate in doing what we do because we're always around it. We're always taking it in. We're always talking about it. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's similar in that way. It's kind of the candy store of journalism. But still, I just – I don't know. I, it would burn me the hell out. I couldn't do it all the time. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I used to fill in. So I filled in on WBT here in Charlotte okay. a couple of times for John Hancock. So I would do the afternoon shift. John Hancock's legendary here in, WB, or in Charlotte. Did you know a couple of decades on WBT Got in it. the afternoons. Ron Rivera used to famously listen to Ron or to John every day, mm -hmm. and Ron would call in and did interviews with John. Loved John. So when John retired, it was a big deal back in last October. They had me fill in in the afternoons the day after this dude retired. So the day after this legend <laughs> retires, the day after on a Friday, they were like, hey, like, boo, we want you to slide in, bro. <laughs> and so I had this whole thing prepared. I typed it up and I'm like, listen, I know I, I know very well that I'm not John Hancock, but John Hancock's a buddy of mine and he was a buddy of yours. So uh, hopefully we can be buddies for the afternoon. And then <laughs> I just got I started talking about bluegrass and football and Kyle, everything. Let else. me tell you. Let me tell you something, brother. What? Right? What? 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 You got the voice, dog. You good. Thanks, man. Dude, I appreciate you, it. You got it, bro. I appreciate don't it, ever, man. don't you ever, don't you ever doubt that yourself. That was fun. I love stuff like that, dude. dude. I'm like, people don't realize how. I'm glad I met you, Kyle. I'm glad I met you too, buddy. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. glad I did meet you. That first trip we took out to the uh, to the to hockey to the game. hockey game that was a blast. It was a great time. That was a blast. I I really enjoy going to sports and other events, Kyle. It's it's a it's a rush, man. It's emotional. It brings me back to where you actually buy in. And uh, that is the thing. But I, I tell people all the time, it's way worse being a fan than it ever is being a um, player. Yeah. It's worse. Emotionally. When I'm playing the game, I don't have time to have ups and downs. And I, I, I'm just focused on what I'm trying to do. I just have a job, right? It's just I'm just here. Oh, yeah. I'm just in the zone. I'm locked in. That's all I know. Yeah. I'm not distracted by anything else. And then from there... You, you start to, um, if you get out of that zone, that's when you can start to wiggle out. But, dude, as, as much as you can take in, take it all in and go. Stay and in go. that zone. Go, man. Yeah, I mean, but, but then as a fan, bro, it's the worst because you, you fuck like, dude, like this guy <laughs> misses the puck and it's this. And you're like, oh, just like, oh, especially hockey. Hockey's a very, very roller coaster ride. A lot of lulls, and then it's a, something happens really fast in hockey. Dude, you, you that and was some I, of the best times. We picked the, the like one of the most. And I was freezing in there, So Kyle. damn cold. Freezing. Dude, <laughs> miserably cold. Miserably cold. Freezing. Ended up, by the way, I forgot to tell you this. I was in a wedding last, so that might have been two summers ago. I don't know. I'm getting old. Uh, within the last two summers, uh, that was after you and I went on that trip, went home for a wedding for one of my close buddies, <laughs> And one of no, not not bridesmaids. She was just there, but it's a girl I went to high school with. I found out she had been a cheerleader for the Carolina Hurricanes. How and do so, you do that? They're on the uh, ice all the time, yeah, right? Well, no, no, not they're like I think they're on podiums, like elevated surfaces around okay. the rink, and then up in the stands and stuff. Anyway, just I, that reminded me of that. But that was a fun trip. 
And yes, I do miss being in stadiums a little bit. Um, somebody asked me about that. Actually, I think I was talking to my wife about this the other day. Somebody, uh, or she, we, somebody, she asked me about stadiums. And Kyle, going, Kyle, hold on. Don't lose your part, but this has just hit me. What? Dude, I really think I'm going to say on the TV this weekend that South Carolina losing that game reminds me of like, they're like the NC State of the SEC. Is that true? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got it. That's I, it. Ooh. Keep going. Keep going. No, no, no. Back to Raleigh. That's, it just took me to Raleigh. I, I can't State. say that it's never occurred to me, but I've never thought deeply about that. But yeah, yeah. A foot. They're like their football school. Eh. Their football. State's got a national championship in basketball, though, man. You can't say that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's but hard. football, though, they find ways to lose. Okay. I, I, yeah, I know. We're getting do, way do, off track here. Sorry. Go ahead. Back. Back. <laughs> I don't back. even know what we were talking about. Back. No, you're no, being in Raleigh. stadiums. Yes. No, being in stadiums. You and Riley. Come back to that. Yes. Table that. Okay. Um, yeah. I was talking to my wife about stadiums, and she was like, do you think this is all going to be just – I don't know how I feel about going into crowds right now. It's, it's going to be so different moving forward. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, it, it, it will be. And she was like, how are you going to do this and that? And I'm like – you know, I'm going to follow whatever protocols we have to follow in you know, terms of who owns the stadium, of whatever stadium I'm going in. But otherwise, I'm just going to be normal, yeah. you know, and, and so normal as I can be or they'll allow me to be. Like, I just – Yeah, just don't cough in public, bro. Yeah, just, exactly. <laughs> I still feel weird about that, man. Like, I coughed in front of some people <laughs> earlier today, and I was like, damn, I guess I shouldn't do that. It was just dry throat. Like, I, no, I don't have the Rona. I'm okay. I promise. I, knock on wood. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Okay. That's all right. Kyle, we're outside, so it's all good. It is. That's true. That's very true. We're outside, bro. Oh, man. We're doing our best. The world's in a weird place right now. It is, it? man, but this is the world we're The world's we're on tilt right now. That's what we're living in, man. It's okay, man. Um, Like I said, man, I, I'm, I come from a place of love, Kyle. That's why I'm able to have so many of my friends that that maybe don't look like me, don't talk like me, don't don't maybe always have the same opinions as me, but I think that's what life is about, man. You don't want to get to where we only – it where you only listen to people that talk about the same things yeah. as you want to talk about. Well, that, that's why I liked you, you know, from the beginning too, because I, I realized you, you, you keep an interesting, like a, an eclectic group of friends around you, you know, like it's not mm -hmm. nothing wrong with running all with all ball players, but you don't like you run with a lot of different people. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, like most of the time, as you know, me, it's probably not going to be, I'm probably not hanging with just ball players. Right. That, that's, I, I have that group. Right. Those Again, are my some boys. guys do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Those are my boys. But, um, but I got other friends too. I got friends from high school. I got friends from, as I've gotten older, I got friends from ball. I got friends. You know what I mean? It's cool. Oh yeah. It sure. completes my circle, bro. Oh man. But I feel you like know, we should be talking sports right now. I agree. That's what I want well, but to it's go. Not, and we can, I'm just saying it, we can, but man, you know what I read today? Speaking of sports, you have you know your, your kids? Your so kids Doc are Rivers is gone. So how do you feel about that too? I want to talk about Doc Rivers. I want no. I don't want to talk long. I just want to know your opinion on Doc Rivers being fired. <sighs> Was he? Uh, Man, so, he's blown a lot of leads. So that's what in it the is. Postseason. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not. I don't know. I mean, he's a good so coach, obviously, but I don't know. But I, is he really good X's and O's coach? And making adjustments. Uh, I mean, you could make the argument he's been outcoached in some big games. You could also make the argument well, he I don't know basketball like that, so I try and stay out of those conversations. So I, I mean, just always ask. And you don't know it more. It's all right. I mean, I'm not a professional it's all right. coach. We're not going to go down this <laughs> I mean, rabbit hole. I'm just thinking like some like things Eric that have been on my mind. No, I mean, I, I bought a basketball today. 
There we go. See, I did buy a basketball today. I miss playing ball. That's the that I, is what I wanted. My to wife do. looked at me when I got it's home when I bought the basketball, and she was like, "So you're just gonna leave and go play basketball by yourself?" And I was like, "Did you not know anybody who did that growing up?" And she was like, "I mean, not really." And I'm like, "Well, first of all, yes, I used to go shoot by myself all the time. It's a great workout. Second yeah. of all, it's a park with two courts where lots of people play. So I'm probably just gonna go run some pickup games and no doubt. try to get back in shape. Cow. <laughs> That's the plan. Cow, cow. It's, it's that's just the pregnant. That's, I, well, I know, I know, but, she, <laughs> but it was just funny. She's like, "You're just going to go shoot." Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's I think it's a good thing. That's Kyle, what we do. Kyle, I, I miss playing. I, I, look, I told when first of all, I tell the people that Kyle and I were having this conversation earlier before about when you were going to come <laughs> over tonight. I was like, Kyle. He's like, "Yeah, I got to go to basketball." I'm like, "Yes, dude. You like, yes." He's like, "This one, the Walmart only had the the women's." I was frustrated. The women, yeah, it was a whole thing for you. Nobody I got had it. any basketballs. Yeah, yeah. It, you said it was a big thing. I'm like, "Yeah, man, COVID, bro. People, dude. people trying to play ball, and you can't show up to the park without your own ball." No, I'm you like, can't. You can't just come over like, "Yeah, man, let me get the ball." I'm like, "Bro, anybody you, passing? You can go the ball. to the rec center without a ball, but you yeah. can't go to the park with a ball without a ball." Nah, you bro, got, you got to bring a ball. <laughs> That's no what I doubt. told her. So I had to get a ball. She's like, what's that? Well, I had to get a pump and some needles. No know, doubt. You got to do all that. So I, got, I felt like a kid, you know, walking That's good. Out with that's my good. Ball. Hey, but, but oh, Kyle, go, hey, let me know, man, when especially. Uh, they some good games down there at Fraser I Park, I believe too. it, man. Let me know. I, I'll try and come get in. But my son's got to grow up a little bit, though. Well, no, that's fine. But, like, yeah. they actually just. I haven't golfed either, dude. I got to get back to so golf. So it's right. For, like, only Charlotte people will care about this. But it's right next to the dog park. And they took all the rims and backboards off at the start of the COVID shutdown so that people couldn't congregate playing basketball. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was out there at the dog park with my dogs watching them do it and it was the saddest thing i've ever because that's some, seen that, in some my of these life. kids that's all they got that's all they got and i'm watching them that day they got a cherry picker out there and they're taking the the backboard and the rim off and it was oh, they took the rim off too they took everything it was just the pole it was just the pole that's all they left they, they should have at least kept the rim. and they were gone for months and then uh, about i don't know a month ago i we took the dogs back brand and they they upgraded them brand oh, new plexiglass oh, backboards good. at least they did that single pane rims oh they're beautiful you good. know so uh, yeah and they, some at good least runs they brought them out there yeah, yeah. some good runs out there too like Great. some guys out there that, that can play and look man I have you seen Adam Sandler play basketball, by the way? That's what I was going to no, say. No, he's dead serious. He's dead serious. He's he good, talks, too. Yeah, yeah, he, he talks trash. And they said every time he comes to, whenever he lands, he goes straight to the park. Like, he goes and gets games in. Yeah, like, he wants to play he <laughs> wants to play ball. Like, he goes and gets games in, like, every time. Yes. Like, it's a thing. Like, For, that's the first thing he does when he, get off, he gets off. He boom. He's going to the court. So he that he grew game. up where my wife's from. And, like, he's legendary really? for that up there. Yeah, up in New Hampshire where my That's wife's from. Awesome. He's legendary for that. He, he's shown up and just played pickleball. With <laughs> That's just what Adam Sandler does. And, he, like, I mean, he's got that old man YMCA game, but he can hoop. Hey, hey, old man YMCA game, old man YMCA game gets buckets. Uh, absolutely. Gets buckets. And they know how to set good picks. And you will catch an elbow if you get out of line, too. They, hey, man, in half court, they dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Half court, they dangerous. That, I'm telling that's, you, but that's how we came up, man. Like seriously, we and and look, I'm not a great ball player, but I can hang. And we used to go out there on Sundays at the rec center, man. And all those guys that were 18, 23, 25, 27. So my, I got one of my best friends. He plays lunch bunch all the time, still. But his dad played lunch bunch. I love. See, I love that, man. Me and my buddies, we had like 12 or 15. I ain't guys. to that point in my life yet where I'm, I'm playing lunch bunch. My dad plays twice a week, <laughs> 50 and over, dude. My dad plays twice a week, Monday, uh, yeah, Mondays and Wednesdays, and then he'll play, he'll play league ball on the weekends too starting here pretty soon he's he's 61 now and he's still hey getting man, after it use it or you'll lose it absolutely that's the truth so he's playing twice a week and i just missed it man because that's we used to do that with him we'd go he'd go play basketball we'd go with him we'd shoot so we love doing that stuff and it was like that we had buddies 12 or 15 guys up until i was like 25 years old uh sundays and thursdays we'd get the key to the high school gym we'd go up there we'd run for three hours so we'd run ourselves ragged and we'd you know go home 
it was awesome. You know, it's the best cardio. It's the most fun. And, like, I miss doing that. So we're, I'm going to try to start playing again. I love it. Yeah. I think it's a great thing. Invite me it. every now and then. Dude, I haven't shot basketball in forever. I used to play in my homegirls' uh, basketball tournament, uh, Brittany uh, Jackson. And uh, that, that would be, like, the only time I really play. I don't ever – I just – man, look, I was so – physical with my body for so long i don't like using it like that anymore i, I just you don't like to move i don't yeah at all. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you work out in the garage though i do i do i i i, I try and keep myself fit i want to be able to and i'm still not going to be i'm going to continue to lose weight so i'm naturally smaller than when i played so i'm going to naturally lose. yeah weight. you had that thick neck syndrome when you played right well i was i lifted weights all the time I and know. i tried to build up the body to be able to take and hit people you had that takeo spikes neck i mean if or maybe he had the roman harper <laughs> neck you know what i'm saying it is what it is but before because he came before me i respect it i will i'll take that but the the thing was is now i don't like doing anything yeah i like cutting grass um, Isn't that weird how we like cutting grass? I like cutting grass. I like too. cutting grass. It's satisfying. I also like doing the laundry. Yeah. I, like, I don't like I folding like, laundry. I like folding. I fold clothes, too. It's not a big deal. Really? No, nah, it's mm -hmm. not for me. No, I, I, but no, for real. It's, it's interesting how that stuff So happens. tell me this. So, Kyle, I'm going way off now. What? You ready? Yeah. So today, I made a couple phone calls. Okay. All right. So I'm getting my audio video. I'm trying to take, I'm going to take a couple quotes on this um, to see what all, to get my, this work done. Um, from my house, and then I called the 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 doctor. I'm thinking about getting a vasectomy. No, dude, you really want to put this out there? I'm, I'm thinking about it, Kyle. I'm I'm I mean, just telling you. So you got four little Harpers, and that's gonna be that, I, I, dude. That's it, I mean, look, that's that's a that's I mean, a good number of kids. four little Harpers. That's just my four little Harpers. Quite, they, they, it's quite other the Harpers in the world. Quite the offering to the world, man. I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying you should uh, you know do more. It's uh, yeah. Th I only have four. Okay. All right, that's I got one on the way. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just getting started. It, that's what I'm saying, Kyle. It's um, this is real, bro. So I I, I just I'm, I just called the doctor today to have an appointment. Nothing's in I, nothing's in paper. I just I just want to talk about it, Kyle. I mean, I feel like this is a good time to get this out there. I would love to hear other people's thoughts on it too. Um, if they are listening, I don't know, but it'd be good to hear. <laughs> and um, but yeah, man. I'm going to have this conversation. I want to see what it is, what's this available. I heard I got this really good doctor I heard here in town. So um, we're going to see. <laughs> I, my, my, oh, God, I don't know. My brother's done it. What would he say? I mean, he didn't enjoy it. Of course not. It's, nobody's going to ever enjoy it. No, no. I mean, I don't, I don't know any guys who've enjoyed it. So, I mean, but it is what it is. You, it, it, it's the smart. I've heard a lot of guys say it's the best thing they ever did, you know, because it just, you know. As Forrest Gump said, one less thing that you got to worry about. <laughs> one less did thing. Did Forrest Gump say that? That's two Forrest Gump references in one podcast. That's probably too many. <laughs> like, did Forrest Gump even say that? Like, I love that movie. Oh I yeah, know. yeah. It's uh, what was it? Uh, it's Lieutenant Dan. It. You let Lieutenant Dan sent in the the, uh, the letter about Apple invested in the fruit company, so we don't have to worry about money no more. <laughs> That's good. One less thing. He did say. Oh my it's God. one of my favorite movies, man. If it's I, on TV, I have to watch it. I, I love Forrest Gump. It's Forrest one Gump of my is favorite movies of all time. I, this dude accomplished everything, Kyle. Yes. Literally. War everything. hero, played for Bear Bryant, ping pong champ, ran across the country. 
love Dr. Peppers like yes. your boy? I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know how, if Forrest Gump's on TV, you don't stop and watch it. I'm not, I don't know physically how not to you do know, that. You know, I don't know if my kids have seen Forrest Gump. Oh, they need to see that's it. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. I, I, I think I'm going to make them watch it over the weekend. Oh, but that's sad, dude. I, dude, it's okay. It's okay. It's really they will, sad. They will grow after this. They will continue to complete themselves. Uh, anyways, let's get back on. Subject. Okay, all right, let's get back on. What are, I don't even do. There's no subject. There's we we've just been sitting here blabbering. You're right. <laughs> That's what we've been doing for 50 minutes. It, that long? Like something like that. I don't know. Dang. No, we're good. Okay, I'm good. I want to talk about the SEC football because Kyle, what I saw, because now like real football kicked off. I was excited, Kyle. This was my first time. I, I went to work. I was like. Dude, my heart was pounding out of my chest the first, like, five, ten minutes of the show. Like, I was so nervous. It's my first time, dude. It was, like, live. It was, like, boom. And uh, it, it's it's a little bit different, too, because um, it's not like me and you are here. Right. We're, like, I can see you. Everything's remote. Back. Yes, remote. It's different. I'm just talking to a camera, and it's, it's – From your house most of the time. Well, sometimes. Well, sometimes. That's true. I, sometimes. I, I live here in Charlotte, so I can go to the studio. So, but – it's just uh, it's been different, and um, but um, like I said, I was nervous. It was fun, and the games were great. It was awesome to see college football. Oklahoma lost. Texas almost lost. Um, you want to bitch about college football for a second? Because I can bitch about college football for a second. Miss did you, did LSU you, lost. Look, I, I'm I'm very very Georgia. grateful, very happy the SEC's back, and I'm happy to dive right into that with you. But I, I'm, I'm a little bit salty this weekend because my Hokies dismantled NC State, and they did it without 23 players, their starting quarterback. The second-string quarterback got hurt in the first half, and the third stringer had to finish the game. Uh, they did it without with the Hokies? The, yeah, they did it without their defensive coordinator, who was out with COVID, three assistant coaches, and they had a defensive lineman coaching the defensive line in practice all week leading up to the game, or I think most of the week leading up to the game. And they won the game. And they won the game, and they blew out NC State. And when the AP poll came out Sunday morning, they went from 20th ranked to out of the polls. They're first in others receiving votes, so they're effectively 26th. How? How? Like how? Because people, the, the, the our AP wanted to reinstitute the Big Ten schools into the poll. So there's Wisconsin. Teams that never have even played. That haven't even played yet. You know, Wisconsin hasn't played yet, for instance. I think they jumped to 19. I'll pull up the poll. But, like, yeah. No, they, they, they that, like a dominant performance. Third-string quarterback plays two and a half of the quarters. And uh, they, they would have been uglier. Kyle, they, Kyle, you want me to tell you what this means? Nothing. Not a damn thing. It just means that these people ain't really paying attention. Well, of course I, that's what it means. The, the, Look, man, I just try and watch ball, okay? No, oh, I know. That's, I got that off my chest, so I'm good. It just didn't make no, any sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense, but that's because all these writers get to tell you who's good and who's not, okay? And that's the one thing I did appreciate about NFL is that, look, man, I don't, care, I don't give a damn about how much money you make. No. When you cross in between these white lines, you got to prove it. Right. Every day. That's the best thing about the league. And sometimes in college – we hear about writers and polls and da-da-da-da where other people else get to make the decision about what you are or who's good or who's better and da-da-da-da. It ain't like that in the league. We all see it. We all know it. And it's mano-a-mano, the best of the best. That's the best part about it. And it's, that's the, the part to me that you like, man, because like you said, look, Virginia Tech should be in the top 25. Top 25, half these teams ain't even played that you just put yeah, in. It is what it, it is. It is what it is. And, look, I was just more impressed that 
that I got a couple upsets. It was fun. I did another show, the SEC f- uh, final. Um, how good late was night. how good was that Costello kid at Mississippi State? Six twenty three. So I mean, so he, he had fumbles and interceptions too, but still. But he showed me stuff that I didn't know he even had at Stanford. Like he moved around the pocket. He was able, and when I say move around the pocket, I mean manipulate the pocket. You know what I'm saying, Kyle? Like yeah. if I'm here, you, do you understand what that means? Yeah. Okay, he can manipulate the pocket. <laughs> yeah, I do. And Russell Wilson does a great job of that as well, where you don't really scramble. You right. just manipulate the Tom pocket. Tom Brady does it very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Brady does it extremely well. Yeah. All right? You can manipulate the pocket. And then he was able to make throws and just plays. Of course, he fumbled. The ball's way too loose in the pocket. All these bad tent, But that's you – know, You know who else is really good at that? Who? Cam Newton. He did it this weekend. Did you see that? Did you? I mean, he that did. looked like again. We talked about this last time. That was like vintage Cam stuff, manipulating the pocket. Yeah. This past weekend against uh, Las Vegas. Well, he, the, and the advantage that Cam has, he can look. He looks over everybody. He's very, very tall. So right. Exactly. He, he sees everything. Right. But anyway, back to your point. KJ Costello. Is that what you were talking about? Yes. Manipulated he, the pocket. Yes. Yeah. And the dude moved around. The dude was balling, dude. And the DBs from LSU did they didn't have a good game plan. Look, all I'm gonna it say was not is, a good game plan. I'm not gonna get out I'm not gonna go, you know, off the deep end over one game. I'm not either. But, I, but the point is like last year, nobody thought nobody in, in anywhere thought Joe Burrow was going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. Correct. So you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one overall pick. That's going to happen. Yes. But in a sense, KJ Costello could be this year's Joe Burrow. That, that would that, be awesome. I'd be, I'd like, yeah, I'd love it. I but don't that, think they're, they're not going to beat as many teams like that because I don't think they're good enough as a team. And LSU has clearly holes in them. LSU's not. That's what I'm saying. It, if you can have LSU still in the top 20, because I think they're 20th, yeah. Virginia Tech, from what – like, Virginia Tech should be in front of them. Well, like, the, and the that, point is – Stuff like that bothers well, me. The, the biggest point because with that, too – I didn't mean to cut you off. Like, look where Carolina but Mississippi is. State wasn't even ranked. Exactly. And look where Carolina is. Carolina went from 11th to 12th. Carolina has one win. They played one game. But they haven't played in three weeks. And they looked terrible for three quarters against they Syracuse. Did. They did. But yes, they, they did. But they fell a spot when, they, when all the Big Ten teams came back in. But Virginia Tech that just played, that just dominated a conference opponent, fell six spots and out of the poll. Like that, but that, again, it doesn't matter. These are early season polls. None of this matters for any real you know, tangible reason. It's just, to your point, showing you there's a lot of people out there not paying attention to <laughs> exactly you. what's that's, happening that's in college football. That's, that's all, all it is. That's and we, we kind of already knew that because they call the coaches poll the SID poll. Uh-huh. Right? The, the, the coaches around college football, they don't watch very many games around the country. Well, not, they're too, in their, they're not too outside busy. their conference. Exactly. They're too busy game planning right. for the game coming up and watching some conference games. They're not, I mean, Nick Saban's not watching the Big Ten any more than he I – mean, he has no time for that. No, he doesn't. He has other people sell uh exactly you, you know, know so scouting out there so he, he when when those coaches polls usa today coaches poll you know things come in the ballots come in they hand that thing to the sids here fill this out for me like that's how that goes yeah for the most part and and that's you know you can see how coaches vote um yeah I, the, the poll I, I the only thing that i care about this year in college football is i don't know if you saw gary danielson said this the other day on sirius xm but gary danielson's been a four-team playoff advocate for a while uh-huh. And even he went on Sirius XM the other day and said, uh, this is the year to try an eight-team playoff. Why wouldn't you? Because you're going to have all these teams that played a different number of games. I agree. Why wouldn't you take this year to I, try I that? mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with it. No, not at all. Because they're all looking to make money back. They're all losing money. 
extra playoff games means more revenue. So I mean, it's a, yeah, and for more possibly more conferences, right? And so I, I mean, I'm not saying it'd be an easy thing to pull off. I, I don't know much about the logistics of it. But, Me neither. You know, I, I know it's complex, but I also think you could pull off an extra couple of football games. Uh, why don't you just start it early? These kids are all used to playing that many games. Well, they already, play, they play like 16 games a year or so ago. They're starting bowl 15? season December 1st, so, so they can do whatever they want. Well, I, look, man, I, I think it's interesting, Kyle. I never thought about that. Um. I will definitely think that. Think about that. I think it'd be cool to do. Why not? If any, because uh, it's a totally different year, and you can go back to whatever you want out there. Just say whatever it well, is. Well, look behind you. I mean, the NBA is doing their playoffs in a bubble with nobody there. Right. Major League Baseball expanded to 16 teams, and they're going to do a bubble for the NLCS, ALCS, and World Series in Texas and Arlington. Uh, the NHL had a bubble. The WNBA had a bubble. Right. It's, 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 I agree. There's no reason not to try something, it, that especially if it's not going to take much to pull it off. It wouldn't look. They're already testing these kids heavy. I look. I and I applaud a lot of these universities for stepping up and saying, "Hey, we are going to take care of these kids. If this is what's going to happen, yeah, we'll do right by them." Absolutely. And they have done good by that. I applaud them for that because that was the biggest concern. Right. And a lot of people stepped up and they started making the right decision. And I just wish everybody we took that out of the locker room and out of the universities and spread it too. Now we need this in life too, just regular society. But I'm just really happy that they stepped up and said, all right, we're going to do it the right way. We're going to take care of our kids and they're going to test them the right way. They're getting back results. And, and if they need to suspend some games, I think the ACC probably, they probably look back and say, we probably started a little too soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, it, the SEC, looks like the smartest conference right now. I think we talked about that last time. That's what I'm saying. And it's not – it really shouldn't be a surprise because people make all the SEC jokes about it just means more and like – Greg Sankey did a great job, bro. It shouldn't be – But Greg Sankey said he's not – he ain't relaxing until we're done. And I don't blame him. Ooh, no, that's not good. Okay, Jimmy Butler looked like he got hurt. Sorry, that was was concerning. But, no, it shouldn't be a surprise that the conference that cares most about football did the best job at – returning to football yeah man you know what uh it was good um but you know it's still flaws and everything they have money money to spend right but we just saw also the tennessee titans uh had a couple cases of covid so they had to shut down yeah let's talk about that i mean that's that's one of those things that's a big story and that's a a story that uh you know i i haven't seen much yet that indicates exactly when they're going to play let me double check that i'm sure schefter's got something so so they suspended the game for sunday exactly and you know what they'll i just think the nfl they're going to try and do the best that they can with this and see what happens. Uh, it did come up, and they're going to try and address it. Don't nobody knows exactly what the what the the thing is. I know they have the wristband things too, to help trace. So the, there's no updated news to this point. That technology is really interesting, by the way. Uh, Diana Rossini had this story first. Uh, it's still to the last thing on Schefter's timeline, and if something had broken, he'd be tweeting about it. Uh, it's the last thing was that the game's been postponed. They yeah. were looking at Monday. I saw that they were looking at Tuesday, but Tuesday in that stadium, they have uh, what Nashville SC, I think, is their soccer team. They have a game there Tuesday night, so they can't play it then. Bro, and you're it not don't going matter. To, they'll, you, put, they'll move somebody. Oh, for sure. They'll figure, <laughs> they'll figure something out. I mean, I'm not that, that, either that or they'll have to reschedule it for later in the season. Right. But that's what they did this for a reason, that you've got uh, these non-divisional games um, in weeks three and well, four. Well, they shut down the facility, too, so I don't even, like, I, I don't even understand. I don't know what in they In Minnesota, too. Yeah, yeah. So, that, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, um, this is going to be what we have to deal with, um, and it's just part of 
here's what, what I, here, what here's what we're trying to get through, man. As here's a, what I don't as understand. Right and I, I brought this up on the radio yesterday. Okay. Bring uh, it up, Kyle. Well, just the mask thing. Look at all the coaches that have been fined for not wearing masks or uh-huh. wearing them in, improperly, right? Who, who was the latest one? I mean, John Harbaugh got both. Like the, the Sean McVay and was it Vic Fangio? Uh, there was a couple. They, the NFL issued over like well over a million dollars in fines for all these masks. They got but, money too now. Well, they do, but but the, no, no. When they find the owner though, that's when that stuff. Stops. Well, they're fi- <laughs> well they find a team a quarter million dollars. I'll pull all this up. I, I forget who got fined. But regardless, what doesn't make sense to me is the fact that they're being fined for not wearing masks. Though it's my understanding that everybody on the sideline in the building has been tested before they get out there. Yes, my wife says she doesn't understand it. Well, no, I don't know anyone who truly does or, or who can. Like, I saw earlier today Pat Forty wrote a piece about this uh, where he was, he was saying, you know, why, why are they – no, he wants uh, – that's what it was. Pat Forty wants the NCAA and these conferences to find these coaches and to take the same strict measures that the NFL is taking with their coaches when it comes to wearing masks on the sidelines. That's not about effectiveness. You know, it's not really even about the medicine – if they're, you know, if the players if aren't wearing them either, you know, that, that's about public perception at, at, at most. Because, again, if you think about it, like we talked about, everybody is presumably being test be- tested before the game if they're on the sidelines. Or you couldn't be over there. Or you couldn't be over there. Now, the players aren't wearing masks, and they're slamming into one another the entire game, sweating and breathing, and in some cases bleeding on each other. And they're coming back to the sideline. And we know that cloth, like cloth face coverings don't stop you from getting COVID. <laughs> They don't prevent you from getting COVID. The idea is if we're all wearing masks, the transmission gets cut down, right? But if everybody's tested, and we know cloth masks don't keep you from getting it, but nobody has it to spread, then why are the coaches required to wear masks? I don't know. I don't know. Like, (laughs) I've I've tried to think this through a thousand times to make sure I'm not a dumbass missing something, but it it doesn't make a lot of sense. From No, it doesn't. And those are are – my wife asked that immediately. She was like, well, I don't get it. That's what my wife said. She's like, so – it's not Did the, they, like, like, so they can be around them from Monday to Sunday, and then do they have masks on during practice? Yeah, like, I, I'm pro-mask. I'm pro-science. Like, I don't mind wearing a mask going to Lowe's for 20 minutes. None of this bothers me at all. It's just that sort of thing right there, you know, as some in our political landscape would call it, it seems like virtue signaling, you know, more than actual logical or, or tactical effectiveness. I'm going to grab a water real quick. Do your thing, man. I, I'm just – I don't get it. I, I don't. But – you know, the NFL is doing what it's doing. They're finding people like a million bucks or like $2 million, I think, at this point because they, they find a team a quarter million dollars. They're raking in money on this stuff. It, it's, it's bizarre. Anyway, I digress. The college football weekend. College football is good. I'm glad it's back. People missed it. And you know what I thought about getting back to this? And we, we're an hour into this thing. Time flies. So Dude, just, I just was uh, – the college football is back. These kids want to play. Like that's that kept getting yes. lost in all of this discussion. You know, should they play? And, yes. You know what the conditions and the, the the empowerment of the student athlete, all of which is fine. It's good. I'm all about this conversation, but it just kept being ignored or forgotten how much these kids wanted to play. Yep. Like Rondale Moore up at Purdue, he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna be a at worst a mid round draft pick, possibly an early round draft pick. He opted out. I don't know a month or two ago. And then when the Big Ten decided to come back, he was like, no, nah, I'm back in now. He wants to play. Yeah, they all do. He, he could have just said, no, never this mind. Is what, this is what we love, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, he could have stayed out, and he could have just trained until the draft yeah. and, you know, probably wouldn't have harmed his draft stock that much. But he was like, no, nah, I want to play football. Because playing but football it would, is though, fun. He, because he's a player that could, like, 
he could move up the charts. Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. Where, where like certain players, I mean, like he's already you can, a, only, you can only hurt yourself. He's already electric. Like he was already going. I liked him. I liked him. But you're also is he a Percy Harvin? Exactly. To your or point, is he a he has to be a wide receiver. He has to be a wide receiver. He he could put better tape out there for sure. I agree. He has to be a wide receiver. Sure, you got to make plays in the pass game. I just think it's interesting. All these guys, so many guys are opting back in because they want to play football. Yes, because they enjoy playing football. Because playing football is fun, you know. And and I don't know. I mean, look, look, KJ Costello. After the game, they asked him. They did an interview with him, and he was just like, "Man, football means more in the SEC." Um, For you know, he got there late. And the fact of he's like, man, everybody just bought in to, you know, just showing me love. He was, it was so different. He left all his friends out in California, you know, from being out in Stanford. Those are just people. He's from the West Coast. Come all the way down to Mississippi. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's him, a culture shock. Right it's there. A, a, a complete culture shock. From Palo Alto. Yeah. To Starkville, Mississippi. <laughs> yes. Wow. It's, it was real. And that's, a when he was, that's a different universe. And when he was talking about it, you, I just felt it. I was just like, man, that was that was awesome. And they for them to beat LSU in Death Valley, where it was it wasn't course Death Valley. I understand that way completely, but he still won the game. Alabama's going to win the West. Alabama's they look pretty good. I mean, they got what the two quarterbacks and and, and well, the West is. Let me tell you, um, Auburn looked better. Auburn won a game that I didn't know that they could. I didn't think that they could win. That was big. Auburn's got some skill. Auburn can do some things, um, Alabama. But it's Alabama's to lose. But Alabama has to have bigger. They gotta have bigger goals than that. They gotta have bigger. They gotta have championship or bust. Well, they got Mac Jones and Bryce Young. They got stallions well, in, at every position. Group. They can't depend on Bryce Young. It's Mac Jones. Well, no, no, it, I agree. It's but I mean that that kid's so talented. I mean, you can see why they love oh. him. The kid's got nah. He can throw a ball. Now. Yeah, now he's got talent. You can <laughs> see why they love him. I, I can definitely see why they love him down there. But like. They're gonna, but then in the East, I'm telling you, dude, I think Florida's gonna win the East. Hey, I picked Florida. All due respect and, to the and, dogs, man. I think look, Florida's and, gonna win. Hey, the let East. me tell you. So I was Georgia all off season. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. And the and then moment you saw Kyle trash to Kyle Pitts. So no, the, no, 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 no. That's not it at all. No, no, that's not it. I saw Jamie Newman opt out. Dude, that's that. That one hurt. Jamie Newman opted out. I was like, oh no. I thought he was I'm gonna out. have a big year, man. Me too. I thought he was gonna have a big year. I'm just so confused because um, I feel like he could have really, like, set himself apart this year. He had a really good cast around him. They would have won. He he could have been just a pretty much above average and been at bottom a third-round pick. Yeah. At bottom. That's yeah. bottom. I, I mean, look. Right? I s- because the defense is good, so you're going to be in every game. You look the part. You got a good enough arm. People are willing to – your athlete, people are willing to work with that, period. Now, I don't know how – like, I guess he's just going to do the combine and then we'll see what happens, right? I guess. <laughs> so, But he was, the, he was the one that I thought could – I thought his draft stock could have just skyrocketed well, with he, a good year at Georgia. Yeah, and uh, I hope it still does skyrocket. I just don't know how. It's going to be harder, um, especially if JT Daniels comes in and, and does anything for the dogs. They missed a quarterback. It, it's um, – but that was another thing to me. I thought Georgia should have been able to – run the ball better they have to be able to run the ball i mean their defense looks stout but so it's a lot of things that are really shaking up uh in this whole thing but i think you're right i thought georgia but yes florida 
is where it's at right now. I was very, very impressed with You know what Florida's the best job offense. in the world's about to be? The What's best that? job in the world is about to be Kyle Pitts' agent. That's what <laughs> <laughs> that's about to be the best job in the world, man. That kid's probably gonna be a, the easiest. Yeah, too. he's gonna make a lot of money. I look, he's not gonna make. I mean, he's gonna. I think he's very good. Well, I think for his position, he's. I think he's yes, gonna make a lot of money. I think he's very good. I want to see. I got to see more. I'm not. I don't. I'm not just gonna be all in. I. I will say this, Kyle. I did pour me a glass of the Kool Aid. Okay. I, I. Well, I think most people did. Four but, touchdowns. Yeah. Come on. Yes. I mean that's impressive. Kyle, the 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 KK. Not the not the three, but the two. Yeah, Kyle the to two. Kyle. Right, Kyle that's it. Kyle. We gotta be careful about that. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta be careful about yeah, that. Yeah, one. I don't want to say Kyle to Kyle the connection. No, don't do that. That's too don't, many. That's too many. <laughs> that's too many. <laughs> that's too many. All right, the Kyle to Kyle. Don't um, be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> denounce that right yeah. now. Right now, denounce it. Um, denounce it. This. Uh, oh, I walked in. Did you watch the Braves today? Did they win, Kyle? You didn't watch the game? No, man. Dude, I got kids, bro. It went to extras tied 0-0. I did see it. 13th inning. That was that, – that game right there is the epitome of only the, diehard baseball fans. Love it. It was 0-0. inning, 0-0 tie. Oh and the Braves God. end up winning it one nothing. Freddie Freeman walk-off single, RBI yes, at the middle. I did see it. The, uh, the eventual NL MVP, Freddie Freeman, stepped up. I forgot, and I apologize. And, uh, and brought, brought home the winning run. He did. So the Braves have a, a 1-0 series advantage in a three-game series. So it's a big deal. That's a huge deal. I'm just glad I didn't watch the first 10 innings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was – look, it was a hell of a pitching matchup. Max Freed was dealing – Trevor Bauer was dealing. Trevor Bauer is going to win the Cy Young Award. That, that guy, he's like – so you'll, you'll appreciate this. I think we might have talked about this. Bryson DeChambeau, you know, you're, you're a big golf fan, right? He's become this, this, this heel, this villain on the PGA Tour kind of. He's upset, Why? He's upsetting the apple cart because he doesn't give a damn. You know, he's out there – He's put on 40 pounds of muscle. He's hitting it 360, 370. He's trying to, you know, break. He's trying to dissect the game of golf scientifically, and you know, he's uh, he's swinging the same length irons and had them cut all to the same length, and he's just doing all these things. He's very scientific, very uh, mad scientist in the way that he's going about it. But like Hulk, mad scientist. Well, like Bauer's kind of the same way in baseball, very much the same way. He's this nerd. His dad was uh, a scientist, uh, maybe an engineer or a physicist of some kind. And so his dad didn't know baseball necessarily. He was a fan, but he didn't know it technically. But he went about teaching Trevor baseball through science. And so now Trevor like, becomes this baseball prodigy, but coaches hate him. His teammates don't like him because he's a science nerd. He doesn't know how to re- – this is his words. Uh, great HBO profile on him. You're laughing. Really? Your ass. Oh, absolutely. So his teammates, like he said, he couldn't this get along real? with them. He couldn't – like he, he struggled to get along with his teammates in the, in the dugout, and coaches would tell him to go run foul poles after a, an outing, and he'd be like, no, that doesn't make any sense. I'm not doing that. You know, and, and they were – like that's traditional baseball stuff. You know, you pitch, right. you go run some foul poles and work out that lactic acid and all that stuff. Like, I mean, he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. That doesn't make any sense. And so he pissed off everybody on the way. You've seen that famous clip where Terry Francona comes out to the mound to take him off the, uh, off the mound in a playoff game. And, or was it a regular season game? Anyway, Bauer's pissed that he's getting yanked out of the game. So he's got the ball in his hand on the mound, and he turns and he fires it into center field and throws it over the wall in center field and then <laughs> walks off into the dugout out of the game. I mean, he's just a, he's a wild card, and he pisses people off. 
But he came back, and this year he's just been all over the commissioner for all the mistakes he's made and the Astros scandal. When Joe Kelly threw at the Astros and got suspended, he tried to wear free Joe Kelly cleats on oh, the yeah, field. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see and that. And they almost suspended him or threatened to suspend him. And then he had the T-shirt on underneath the jersey when he – I mean, he's, he's just – He's kind of an ass, and I love him. And pe- like people used to hate him, and he's becoming like this lovable villain in baseball, kind of like Bryson is becoming in the, the PGA Tour to some people. Yeah, and look, I like Bryson, but look, man, all his clubs, even his putters, like the same length. It's it's he is different, and not everybody so different always is accepted grudgingly. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. It's never anybody just loves it, the different at first. No. And then all of a sudden, it's like a movement. Yeah. And that's what these people are. That A lot of people, and people don't like DeChambeau because he just hits the ball. He, like, a long ton. drives. A he ton. Long, all of a sudden, now he's the long drive champ. A ton. And it, he just has to continue to work on his wedge game to complete himself. But, dude, the dude is – Hitting at the ball a ton. Total tangent. Do you ever watch any of those long drive competitions when they're yes, on? Yes, I late do. At night? Of course, I do. Those things are amazing. awesome. So they're I, so awesome. I got a buddy down in Charleston who runs a. Uh, I think it's an amateur long drive circuit that he like. He it's just started. It's hilarious to watch people like. Dude, some of those be, guys be a long driver. It That's is what they do. It's amazing to and watch. And now they now they they can't use the extended clubs anymore. So you have to use a normal size uh, like driver it's freakish what they do it is freakish it's almost like watching have you ever seen the and you probably have it's just funny to me that how many long drivers want to be normal golfers too they want to be like the professional is their dream oh yeah for sure like that it is the dream like you can these guys they go it's kind of like um they'll go from these like long drive tournament to long drive tournament the winning hustling dudes on the side like it's uh, it, yeah. i've heard some stories that are awesome have you ever seen the home run derbies that they do uh at the wide world or used to do at the wide world of sports complex with the slow pitch softball guys have you ever seen those no so you know that there's like a high level men's slow pitch softball league circuits all over the country like guys that can really play that can place the ball they're i mean the 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 exit velocity is like 150 miles an hour they're hitting bbs past your head it's not safe to be out there but like oh yeah there's some dudes this is what they do rome there's a whole culture you don't even know about and i was I, i was engrossed in it for like two years all i did was play tournament softball on the weekends in my early 20s with my buddies for str- I'm serious. Like we'd go and play tournaments all weekend. I don't doubt you. We travel for you know all over Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. We'd go play tournaments all the time. And these, I mean, these are grown men with jobs and families, but they got team uniforms, team bats, team cleats. They Legit. got spot. Uh, well, you were you had all that too, right? No, no, we <laughs> did, we didn't play on those teams. No, I, I didn't. We no, we didn't want to. Come on, I like I love to play, but we weren't about that. We had oh. the same jerseys, but we all wore like black Nike shorts. We weren't about okay. that life. Dude. Okay, okay. We weren't getting team bats and team. <laughs> no, nah, we're good. We're we're good on all that. But like, and some of those teams were pretty good, but some of them sucked. And it was really fun to beat up on teams that were showing up in like you know three hundred dollar uniforms, and all. it was fun to beat those teams. But no, it's a whole culture, man. And so they'd have these guys, and if you go play in a tournament, you know where you're playing C ball. B ball, rec. I mean, it, you get these levels. At the highest level, you got these massive dudes. A lot of former Division One baseball players that still are out there living the dream on the weekends. <laughs> and just, I'm telling you, dude, it's it's a blast to watch. But it gets to like high level stuff, and they go play national tournaments in Vegas and Florida, and and they have these home run derbies where you got these dudes that just are yoked. 
240, and they're hitting softballs like 525 feet. It's stupid. Oh, it's a softball home oh, run derby. Absolutely, dude. I mean, it's not exactly mainstream, but it's. I'll, I'll pull up <laughs> some not, videos for it's you. Not it's not exactly mainstream, all right? I'm just saying it's out there. It's like the old school UFC video or VHS tapes. <laughs> so, so this is what um, – this is probably the perfect, like – Launch angle, oh, just engaged on the back hip. This is straight up Crumming, softball swing, dude. Coming through, absolutely just cranking. It. Absolutely, there's actually, uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's really making me angry that I can't find uh, the name. Uh, Wide world, I'm googling it right now. Wide world of sports complex softball derby. Let's see if I can find it. There's a, there's a guy who used to play. Oh yeah, Rusty Bumgarner. Rusty Bumgarner was the name that I was searching for. And I'm glad that I found it. I'm pulling it up for you right hey now. Hey, man, Dwight Howard's been a, a great addition. Dwight to Howard, they're just throwing him on, uh, on Bam Adebayo for this series. Hey, look at, Lakers are up 17 right now. This is ridiculous. Did not expect this. I thought, I mean, look, we got plenty of time left. Second half just started, but still. Yeah, th- uh, anyway, these... Uh, <laughs> These home run derbies or something else. Anyway, we got to wrap this up. You ready? I'm ready. You ready to wrap this up? Whenever you are, bro. I just I'm gonna go home and sleep, and we'll do it again in a couple of days. All right, man. All right, buddy. This has been fun. It's been always fun, dude. We'll do I it again next time. <laughs> Sorry, it's been so That's long. That's all bro. good for Roman Hart. Go bro. Lakers, I'm dog. Kyle Bailey. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>